as long as I have lived this life, tarot has been something I was inherently aware of and for many years feared. The potential secrets which were held in those cards held a mysticism that intimidated me until I finally picked up a deck for myself. Tarot cards for definition purposes have recently become a topic of controversy within the spiritual community, critics alleging that the use of them appropriate the Romanian culture. Today, we're going to look into the history of tarot and how it became synonymous with psychic ability and dive into how it ties into Romanian culture. Merry meet and hello! Welcome to Witches of Yore. My name is Danielle, and I like to piece together long-lost stories of historic witch traditions and examine how they've evolved into the practices we follow or don't follow today. Last podcast, we touched on how multi-level marketing companies and coaches use the idea of manifesting to manipulate downline sales representatives. This week, we are exploring another controversial topic, tarot cards, and the idea that practicing tarot is a form of cultural appropriation. I'm not unfamiliar to the idea of cultural appropriation. I'm an Indigenous woman here in Canada, and as a First Nations person, I have seen hundreds of posts and commentary on the use of the Indigenous sacred medicine, White Sage. Though a topic I'd love to really expand on, White Sage is pretty clear-cut in my mind. The use of a sacred medicine belonging to Indigenous people to cleanse is a closed practice, meaning unless you're born into it or initiated into it, you're not supposed to practice it. To do so is, well, considered cultural appropriation. Today we're going to look into whether or not practicing tarot as a non-Romanian is cultural appropriation. Admittedly, until recently, I didn't know this was a thing. It wasn't until I joined some progressive Facebook witchcraft groups that I began to see a recurring theme that anyone who wasn't a Romanian should not practice tarot. This new information went against everything I had been taught about the history of tarot, so I was caught off guard. Nevertheless, I was open to doing my own research to examine if those accusations were true. This research assignment that I gave myself took me down an interesting road. It really all begins with simple playing cards. Before we begin using the tarot decks we know now, it has been confirmed by historians that occultists have been using regular playing card decks as a tool of definition. Playing cards were brought to Western Europe from Turkey, arriving in many different cities between 1375 and 1378. These cards were an adaptation of cards created and played by the Islamic slave soldiers, the Mamluks. They had a suit of cups, swords, coins, and polo sticks. As the game evolved in Europe, the polo sticks would then be identified as staves or wands. The deck had four suits, which would vary by region, and the deck also included court cards consisting of a king and two underlings. Later, the fool, the trumps, and a set of queens would be added to the system. In the 1500s, Italian aristocracy claimed the new bridge-like game for themselves using this card deck. Wealthy Italian families would commission artists to create personalized decks for themselves. Today, the suit cards are commonly called the Minor Arcana, while the trump cards are also known as the Major Arcana. Though the deck had yet to be designed solely for the purpose of occult use, it did begin to evolve the deck into a more familiar tarot card deck. The imagery was designed to reflect important aspects of the real world that the players lived in, 
and the prominent Christian symbolism in the card is an obvious reflection of the Christian world in which they lived. As divinatory usage became popular, the illustrations evolved to reflect the specific designer's intention. Around 1530, the word tarochi or tarochi appropriate began to be used for the game played by these decks. It is believed to be based around the word trumps or triumphs, used to describe a trump suit, what we would call the major arcana, which was part of the game. When looking at how the word tarot came to be, the word is not Egyptian, Hebrew, or Latin, and the creation and playing of tarochi was most definitely Italian and not Romanian. The earliest names for the tarot are all Italian. The cards seem to have initially been known as the Carte de Triomphe, or Card of Triumphs. Then the word tarochi began to be used in Italy, while Germans used the word tarot, and the French enlisted the word we know today, tarot. Though there is some evidence to suggest that these 16th century variations of the cards may have been used in the traditional tarot sense, as in used for definition purposes, it wouldn't be until the 1700s in Bologna, Italy, that historians could see a strong evidence of their definition use. But it was in France in 1781 when occult writer Cour de Guiblen would publish in the Comte de Millet the use of the tarot. This is when the interest in tarot would start becoming more popular with occultists and eventually lead to being an integral part of occult philosophy. It is also through Court de Guiblin that the theory of tarot being Romanian in origin would begin through the connections of the cards to the ancient Egyptians and his published work Le Mont Primitif. This was all because of a collection of texts found in Egypt which were told to be divinely created. The evidence is out on whether these approximately 30,000 books were written by the god Thoth or simply works of fiction, but the Court de Guiblin thought the former. He theorized that due to the similarities of the triumph cards, you know, the major arcana, to what was found in the discovered texts and collections known as the Book of Thoth, that this was definitive proof that the cards were of ancient Egypt in origin. back up his claim, he straight up fabricated the idea that tarot was a direct reference to the Book of Thoth, with the word tar meaning way or path, and the word ro meaning king or royal. His argument was that the word tarot meant royal path of human life, and one that we must follow. The tarot makes us aware of the course of events and their results, and the wise men of Egypt used these sacred pictures, you know, hieroglyphs, to predict the future interpret genes. Again, I need to emphasize that this connection is 100% made up, not true. Regardless, others also claim the same Egyptian connection to tarot as the Cours de Guiblin. Italia, the synonym for Jean-Baptiste Atelier, is famously known to be the first professional tarot occultist in history to have made his living by card definition. He also claimed that the tarot cards originated with the legendary Book of Thoth, which supposedly belonged to the Egyptian god of knowledge. According to Etilia, the book was engraved by Thoth's priests in golden plates, providing the imagery for the first tarot deck. Drawing on these theories, Etilia published his own deck in 1789, 
one of the first designed explicitly as a divination tool and eventually referred to as the Egyptian tarot. Comme de Millet also went further to connect the 22 cards of the Major Arcana and the 22-letter Hebrew alphabet. This theory would be popularized by cardomancer Ephelias Levi, who wrote about the connections between Kabbalah and the tarot in his 1856 work, The Dogma and Ritual of High Magic. The tarot card used at the time is still to this day the popular Tarot de Marseille, a deck of French creation and popularized by Levi as well as his colleagues Gerard and Kaus and Paul Marteau, renowned French cardomancers. The Tarot de Marseille is one of the standards from which many tarot decks of the 19th century and later are derived. Groups such as the Theosophical Society turned to tarot in an American fad during the early 1900s. Even if you aren't familiar with tarot card reading, you've likely seen one of the common decks, like the famous Rider Waite, which has been continually printed since 1909. So where do Romanians fit in? How has it become a movement to take back the tarot for the Romai? I tried to find connections between Romanians specifically and tarot, and the only thing I did find was a lot of people trying to make money from authentic Romanian tarot readings, or articles upon articles disproving the connection. But I have a theory. We know now that the time that these playing cards were created was during the Italian Renaissance a great time where artists and creators came together to express themselves. A lot of artwork and philosophies were cultivated during a time where there was a heavy Christian influence, astrology was important, and many cultures from around the Mediterranean and Middle East were coming together. All of these things from the time influenced the aesthetic of these cards, giving them a sense of the divine, whether intentional or not. There is no evidence that the Romanian took part in tarot until the 20th century, when it became more popular globally, but the Romanian do have a long history of definition, particularly with palmistry, and it is believed that they may have used playing cards in some degree in their practice. I also Google searched the proximity of Turkey and Romania. These two countries both hugged the Black Sea, and knowing the playing cards were first used in Turkey, it's not far off to then hypothesize that during the 14th or 15th century, playing cards made their way to Romania and in turn used for definition purposes, though it must be clear that these were not tarot cards. Look, I try my best to respect all the cultures that I encounter throughout my lightworking or witchcraft practice. I do understand that somewhere throughout the 20th century, certain witchcraft teachings were incredibly problematic and they continue to this day. I'm not alone in this. I have a pretty strong do-no-harm policy, and I believe that many other witches share this. When we see someone coming out and saying that a practice we do is cultural appropriation, it is best to cease it. But I caution against not doing your own research. For me, this was important, because though I heard the voices of the majority saying that terror was a closed Romanian practice, those who were Romanian were confused by this allegation. Through just a few weeks of research, I learned a lot, and honestly, I feel more connected to my tarot decks because of it. And I can say with absolute certainty that through the learning of the origin and evolution of tarot, that incorporating them into your practice as a non-Romanian is not appropriating a culture. And 
this is where our history lesson ends. If you want to continue to look into the evolution of tarot throughout the 20th century, I highly encourage you to do so. I wanted to include it in this episode, but the topic in itself deserves its own dedicated episode. If you'd like to continue learning with me about historic traditions of witchcraft, I post a new episode bi-weekly on Fridays. You can send me an email at thenorthernhousewitch at gmail.com if you have a topic suggestion or if you'd like a copy of the references I used in today's episode. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at witchesofyore or you can follow me, Danielle, at thenorthernhousewitch. Take care and remember to be kind to others, but more importantly, be kind to yourself. Thank you.